Testing one, two, three. Hey guys, this is Austin James Wolf AJW here. I just wanted to give you a little taste of what's been going on every single week behind the scenes. I wanted to give you a taste of what's been going on, what you've been missing out on every single Tuesday is a wonderful live webinar done by Gavin McCaleb. He's amazing. And he does this webinar every single week, guys, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Okay, he has this awesome real estate training. Every single week he's doing this this special uh, special particular kinds of training on uh, you know different types of strategies in real estate, what's going on, current events, markets, things like that. So if you want to learn about particular strategies every single week, if you want live training every single week, this is one extra bonus you get uh, when you join our community. If you join my community, uh, if you want to join, always you have my number, 818-400-9130. You can call me up or use my Keylux Realty number. Uh, just hit me up, email me, call me, text me. Let's get you signed up. Let's get you financed. In the meantime, I just want to give you a little taste of what's been going on. All right, guys, here he is. Welcome to the webinar. You have entered as an attendee in listen-only mode. Is a property worth to me? As, a, as an exit price or as a profit vehicle. So we have to understand the ARV, the after repaired value. If I'm going to flip it, what is it going to sell for? Now, the the, uh, the analog here, well, not, not necessarily the analog, but the one step further uh, is to understand the rental value. So what's the monthly payment versus the rental comps? I say it's an add-on instead of a substitution because no matter what the rental price is, I still don't think you should pay over market value for properties maybe that's just me but you have to know that you're doing that if you do decide to make an educated uh, risk you have to know that that's what you're doing so you gotta know the value of the property you have to know the existing loan balance so now i'm going to compare those two is there equity uh and then the purchase price you're offering so this is a this is a concept that, that is a little tricky i'm going to try to i'm going to try to walk you guys through it a lot of people get stuck on the idea that the purchase price has to be the loan balance. They're like, hey, I found a property. It's worth 500000 They only owe 100000 I'm going to make 400000 Not necessarily. Maybe, but not necessarily. The purchase price is not exactly the same as the loan balance. It could be sometimes. In fact, the closer the loan balance is to the value, the more likely that they're going to be at or the same number. Because if there's no equity, then the person is just walking away and I'll take it over, right? But if there is equity, don't assume that the low loan balance is the purchase price. You still got to do the math like any other deal. You take the ARV minus the repair costs, minus the holding costs, minus the profit margin, all that stuff to figure out what your maximum allowable offer is. And then you take your maximum allowable offer and and then I, I uh, compare that to the loan balance. Now, if my offer is the same, then so be it. If my offer is less than the loan balance, then I've got to decide, okay, can I make this work somehow? Or, of course, if my offer is higher than the loan balance, now there's equity that I've got to address. How do I how do I get the person their equity? Do I pay cash right now? Do we do a seller finance note? Do we do a combination? Okay, so in order, in order to finalize this little section of the discussion, I just need to clarify – the exit, you, you need to decide what your strategy is with the deal. So you can take a subject to property and then flip it. And I'll make three or four payments and then I'll flip it and then I'll make my money and I'll be done. Or you could take a subject to property and let it ride and make the payment for years. And now you're slowly paying down the principal while the appreciation is going and maybe you're making some cash flow. They're both valid strategies. 
anywhere in between. You could you could do a cash flow for a couple of years and then fix it up and then flip it or whatever. But you need to be clear on your strategy so when you get all the agreements, you are ready to roll so you can become profitable. And also because I don't want you guys going out there and agreeing to make people's mortgage payment if you can't swing it. Don't think, hey, I got to do a subject two and force yourself into a deal that's not quite ripe Right? There's, it's not quite good enough for a flip, and, and it's not quite the right numbers for long-term cash flow, but I got to get a subject two under my belt. Don't do that. So make sure you've got a clear strategy that fits within the whole scheme of the, of the, of the deal that you're putting together. Venus says, can you sign a rent-to-own contract with someone who is about to go into foreclosure and assume the mortgage? Let me think how to unpack this. So remember, we're never assuming the mortgage. So I want to be crystal clear. I know you. I know you didn't mean anything by it. But I, gotta, I just got to be crystal clear. There's no assumption. We are making the payment, but it's not. I'm never assuming the mortgage. So uh, you. But you're asking, can you sign a rent-to-own contract with someone who is about to go into foreclosure? You could, yeah. Um, although that would benefit them more than it would benefit you. So in other words, if I put together a property. Uh, transfer or, or, or a, a purchase that includes a subject two. there's no a- additional advantage to me to not just close it. Does that make sense? So yeah, you could agree to make the payments to them and do a rent to own, but I'm not sure how that would benefit you. So if you get it now as a seller of a property, rent to own benefits the seller more because they don't own the property until they finish making payments. But as a buyer, I just want to own the property today. So I guess for if there's a specific situation, you can let me know. But I'm going to go with a, a soft no on that scenario. Keyshawn says, does the person have to get paid for the equity? Well, no, nobody has to get paid for their hard-earned work and labor. And I'm being a little facetious. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, at some point, if somebody understands that they've got value in their property, they're going to want something. Now, how much they get paid, is uh, that's for your negotiation skills. Because how much equity do they have? Well, it always depends. It depends on lots of different factors. So if they feel like they really have some equity, and I understand that they've got some equity, yeah, they're going to get some money. How much money they're going to get is part of the conversation, part of the negotiation. If there's no equity, then I have to help them see that there's no equity. But yeah, if there's significant equity, they got to get compensated somehow for sure. Joanna, can you wholesale a subject to deal? Yeah, probably. Um, it adds one extra layer of complexity, but I think it's a value add. And so what would happen is that whoever you end up selling it to, obviously would, they would have to agree to the commitment to make the, to make the payments. But as long as you can iron that out. Yeah. The short answer is sure. You, you certainly could. Uh, Nadia says, can you repeat the steps? Let me think about it. ARV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Cause that wasn't on the, that wasn't on the, uh, uh, this slide is a callback to previous conversations. So the, the 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 real basic thumbnail sketch of how to analyze any any real estate deal is ARV. That's the that's the price you sell it for. ARV minus repairs. So the, how how the cost of repairs obviously minus the holding costs, which could include if you borrow money, what's the interest rate? It could include uh, taxes and insurance. It could include utilities, anything that you have to pay by owning the property for a few months, and then your profit margin. And so that's basically it. You can combine those in different ways, but it's basically the sale price, ARV, minus repairs, minus holding costs, minus profit equals the offer price. Cool. Chris says, I've wholesaled sub two deals very successfully. Yeah. And and like I said, the circumstances have to line up correctly, but yeah, 
honestly, that's a huge advantage to the next person who's buying it from you. So yeah, it's certainly a thing. You just have to be a little more careful about communicating the situation. But yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. Mark says it's a good idea to buy lots to build. Mark, 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 Mark. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put that up on the shelf for a minute because I don't think that's related directly to this topic. Uh, so let me do that. And I hope you'll forgive. Okay. So, uh, all right. So this is, this was, whose question was this? This was, um, this was Keyshawn's question about equity. So this is, this is how this next part of the conversation goes. Um, your, so let's, so I did the analysis. I did, I did, ARV minus repairs minus, uh, I already forgot, minus holding costs, minus profit. And that's my number that I'm going to offer them. And let's say it's 250. I know I use that a couple of times, but that's just because it's the number stuck in my head for right this second. So my offer price is 250. And their, um, their loan balance is 200. So now there's this $50,000 equity that's out that's floating out there and that is separately negotiable so now instead of saying hey would you take 250 what i'm going to do is i'm going to say hey listen it looks like you might have some equity still after i take over the loan and assume some of these risks there's certainly some equity what are you thinking right so i so whether so what i want to know is what number do they need to walk away and if they say i need twenty five thousand to walk away then that's the answer if they see any if they say Okay, guys, that was just a little teaser I wanted to give you. If you want more of these coaching sessions that happen every single week, if you want all the education you've ever needed that you need to get started, that you need to get the confidence, that you need to build the team, that you need to go get the deals, go get your first deal, give you the confidence to go raise money for your second deal, for your third, for your fourth, for your fifth, for your sixth, all the way until you reach your financial goals, all the way until you reach financial freedom, the freedom not only to to quit the job you don't like, but also have the money to live your dreams, to take care of your family. What happens if someone that you love has expensive medical bills? Okay, that that's my why. I know you all have a why. I have a why. I never want to not be able to afford treatment for my loved ones. I my day job, I work in the medical field. Uh, you know, we help people's health, but unfortunately, a lot of our treatments that really help people aren't covered by insurance. And and I was on the phones. I was a salesman. I was on the phones all day long with these poor people that couldn't afford this treatment. And it just beat into my mind that, gosh, if I was one of them, that would suck so bad. I never want to be in that position. I want to have the money to be able to not only help myself, but but the people that I care about, my friends, my family, to never be limited by money, to help the people that I want to help. So if that's the life that you want to live, if you want to, if you know that building your real estate empire is the way to do this, call me at my number. 818-400-9130 or just text me, man. We can get you the financing that you need. Hopefully, we can get you uh, some 0% interest rates and get you the financing to not only get you started in real estate, but get you making money so you can pay off the education because let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If you made $100,000 in the next five years, would that be worth the price of the education? If you made a million dollars, wouldn't that be worth it? Not saying you're going to make a million. Not saying you're going to even make 100000 not even saying you're going to make a dime. It comes down to how bad you want it. But if you're willing to put in the hard work to build a wealth plan, if you're willing to put in the hard work, if you're willing to get up early and stay up late, if you're willing to do whatever it takes 
to get started and to and to achieve your financial dreams with real estate. Let's get started, baby. Austin James Wolf out.